What was your message about finishing it in these final 30 minutes? Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia where we knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. Dude, One hell of a game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hell to pit. Hail to Pit. This is a special mini-sode previewing the Quick Lane Bull, Pit versus Eastern Michigan. I'm Alan. I'm Vince. And I'm Pam. Today we're talking how and if Pat Narduzzi will get that first bull victory as the Panthers go to Detroit, Michigan to take on Eastern Michigan. It is going to be a bull game. And it's the day after Christmas, and this show's coming out a little early for everybody, just so you can get prepared before the game. We're going to talk exclusively about it this week, so our normal rundown will uh, be scrapped for the holidays this week. We'll be back to regular programming next week, but uh, it's an exciting time anytime you get to go bowling, hunting for that first victory as a head coach, Pam. Pat Narduzzi, 0-3. Yeah, yeah. Um... This is a very winnable game for the Panthers. Whether they will come out and do it, that's one thing. Uh, but another important thing about these bowl games, not only wins and losses, getting some guys different looks, is the 15 extra practices this team gets mm. leading up to the bowl game becoming bowl eligible. Can't say enough about how important that is. Yeah, <clears throat> but there's a lot of people out there that would rather have a 16th extra practice than go play in this bowl game. <laughs> The bowl game is like the 16th practice. We're going to talk about how the Panthers should approach the game, what will happen in the game, and a little bit about Eastern Michigan as well. You can follow us at H2P Show on Twitter and Instagram. The email is hail2, that's the number two, pitpodcast at gmail.com, hail to pitpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, the new voicemail for you to call in is 412 407 3387. Uh, leave us a message, leave us a comment, a question, a concern. If you want it to be on the air, say, hey, put this message on the air for me, and we will gladly do so as long as you end it by saying hail to Pitt. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcasts.com right now if you want to start a podcast just like this one. Have your own personal producer helping you do your show, taking care of all the technical aspects so you could just focus on content having fun and doing the show your way that's pretty easy podcasts.com all right time to get into this bowl game the quick lane bowl formerly the little caesars bowl the detroit rock city bowl and it's eastern michigan getting to play in their own backyard pretty much pam pitt you expect to be greatly outnumbered in terms of fans oh yeah this game's only 40 minutes from the eastern michigan campus uh this will be only their fifth appearance in a bowl game. Um, first ever bowl against a power five school. So for them, this is a tough game for Pitt. It's a team that has nothing to lose in Eastern Michigan. Uh, they've only had one other bowl win in history. So looking for their second ever bowl win. So I think the fans are going to come out. Great day right after uh, Christmas here. Um, good time at eight o'clock. Accessible for a lot of people to get to from Eastern Michigan area. 
And I think this is uh, two desperate teams. Now you're talking about a team looking for a very important uh, milestone victory in EMU. And then Pat Narduzzi hunting for that first bowl victory, Vince. Something's got to give in, uh, what do we call it? Is it Ford Field still? Or is it Little Caesars Field? Ford Field up in Detroit. I think it's still Ford Field. As far as I know, it's still Ford Field. Uh, Yeah, a a lot of history's taking place in this building. Um, and, and including Pitts uh, last time they were here against Bowling Green in that Little Caesars Bowl. Uh, yeah, this is this is a huge game for the Panthers. I don't usually say that about bowl games. Uh, to me, they're just glorified exhibition matches. But for this this team, with the way they ended the season and and you know introducing a lot of negativity uh, surrounding the program. Uh, they gotta get this. They gotta get this win uh, to show that they are capable of, of riding the ship and staying focused. That's a mouthwash game, plain and simple. This is mouthwash. Pitt ended the season with the nastiest, gnarliest taste in their mouth. Horrible, horrible finish to the ACC season. Now you rinse, rinse the rest of it down with some mouthwash in Eastern Michigan, a victory in this bowl game, Pat Narduzzi's first, and hopefully some hope going into next season. We will <laughs> we will talk about what Pitt and Narduzzi should do in terms of the approach. Let's talk about Eastern Michigan, though, as a, as a team, Pam. Uh, this is a team that actually uh, puts up some points and, and yardage, actually more than Pitt. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Even though they were six and six this year um, in the MAC conference uh, and the down down year for the MAC, um, Eastern Michigan still could put up some numbers. They had a surprise win against Illinois earlier this year, but they averaged more rushing yards, passing yards, and points per game than Pitt did this year. And say what you want about that, but their quarterback also put up 22 touchdowns only compared to Pickett's 10 this year. So this offense for Eastern Michigan is the strength of this team by far. The defense is very shaky. We'll talk about that in a minute here. So um, it's a test for this Panthers defense. It's going to be good on good. The, their, their strength against our strength. Yeah, the, that offense is uh... – I think they're they're pretty impressive, actually. That win you can't underestimate. They beat Illinois, Vince, in a year where Illinois was actually pretty decent. They beat Wisconsin this year. Yeah, I guess so, Alan. Uh, they did, but it's at a the power same five time, school. It's a power five team. They beat. They did, but in it, and they went up against uh, a team that was much better. I would say uh, in a Kentucky team and. Yeah, they got beat by by three touchdowns there. So yeah, I, I think you know Pitt, at least in terms of defensively, much closer, or I should say, Kentucky, much closer to Pitt than uh, than Illinois is. Uh, so you know th- th- it, what I'm trying to say is Eastern Michigan is going to be going up against a team that, in terms of defense, much more talented than anything that they've seen all year. And I expect, uh, and I'm hoping that that Pitt is able to just overwhelm them. At least I expect a huge day from this defensive line uh, that did not uh, show up in the way that they had most of the season those past couple games. Yeah, the defense is is going to be 
trying to end on a high note here. Kenny Pickett also has to be going into this game with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, the whole team. It's there's There isn't one aspect of the Pitt Panthers that I think can go into this game coasting or thinking, you know, oh, I don't have anything to prove. Everybody has something to prove, even against a team like Eastern Michigan, an opponent, especially offensively, as we said, you have to take seriously. Defensively, it's a different it's a different story, and they have one of the worst run defenses in all of college football. Unfortunately, Pam Pitt never runs the ball. Yeah, I, I this is a game where if they want to win, they have to run the ball or they should run the ball. Eastern Michigan has allowed 230 rushing yards in four of its last five games. That's terrible, especially against some of the competition they were playing. And on the flip side, when the Panthers can run for at least 100 yards, so not one player, just as a team can run for 100 yards, they're 5-1 and one this year. So if they incorporate that run a little bit with this pass-heavy offense, they will win this game. If they decide not to run or if somehow Eastern Michigan pulls a rabbit out of its hat and is able to stop the run, I think the Panthers are going to be in trouble. But they need to establish the run a little bit if they want to win this game. We, we're all going to wait at Mark Whipple's office if the Panthers return from Detroit having lost and not run the ball at all, and we're just going to stand there, arms across our folded, or across our chests, saying, "Really, really, a team that just gives up the run for free, and you didn't take it, you didn't run, you have to run the ball in this game, have to." But even more important than that, Vince, don't turn it over, because this is a team that capitalizes on winning the turno- turnover battle. That's how they got all their big wins this year, pretty much. Yeah, and you look at Pitt's, Pitt's losses, uh, specifically those last two turnovers were just an absolute killer in, in those games. Uh, certainly that game against Boston College, you know, reason number one why they lost. Uh, that some of those turnovers that they've been having, just inexcusable. You've you got to clean that up. Don't give this ch- team any chance of, of – of a hope of a, of a of a victory, you got you know when you're in this situation where you, where you got more talent, uh, just go out there and execute, and and you'll be fine. EMU five and two if they win the turnover battle, um, so pretty much all their wins and they they got turnovers. Pitt has something very 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 important to do in this game, and that is be disciplined. Pam, we talked about it. It hasn't happened yet. Hopefully, in this last game. It will. We'll get into the, what we want to see in terms of that and the strategy. But I want to talk about real quick, uh, as Vince brought up, uh, the guys who need the reps, the practice, the youngsters, the freshmen, if any, that should be getting some ample playing time in this glorified exhibition game, as you called it, Vince. Um, anybody stand out to you, Pam, on the roster that you want to see more of in this game? Vincent Davis. Um, <laughs> I know uh, when you said freshmen or young guys, that's probably not who you were referring to, but I want to see him get some reps and uh, maybe they can be successful um, with a win if they get that run game going a little bit with him um, as well. But no one in particular that I want to see. Um, I know recording this, we don't know if anyone's going to sit out, but I can't anticipate anyone, any of the seniors sitting out. Can you? Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know, for academic reasons, somebody somebody could be That's suspended. 
which we don't know yet. Alan, I know you're still anxiously awaiting for grades. Uh, so, so <laughs> as of this on tape recording, yeah. So who who knows about at that point? Um, there, there's also you know, in terms of playing players sitting out, it doesn't see there there there's nobody projected to go you know in the first round of the NFL draft. So uh, you can't really see that happening. Uh, but you know you can with the new rules, you could play freshmen up to four games and, and have them still. Uh, red shirt, really any player doesn't have to be a freshman. I'll say who I'd love to see is Kai Wright, uh, tight end, who uh, re- uh, basically redshirted this year. The tight end position, we talked about it last week, uh, just not getting enough produ- production. That's why Pitt has gone out and they, they brought in two tight end transfers. This is a kid who's a freshman on the team this year. He's supposed to have a lot of athletic ability really be able to get out in the open and make some plays. Let's see if he can catch the ball and design some plays for him to get open. I, I would love to see that. You know, the guys that you have out there, they're they're not getting the job done right now. Uh, so why not? Why not? Just a few plays. See what we got. Also, I don't want to see uh, Nakia Griffin-Stewart go out there and, like, catch a game-winning touchdown pass either because then that would just make me <laughs> mad. Where was it all year? So that I'm with you. I want to see, I want to see new blood in there at the tight end position. Um, I I expect to see a lot of Jared Wayne, maybe Eric Hallett, guy freshman who got, got young guys who got some playing time who might get a lot more in this game. And then one I circled that's probably a long shot, Vince, but he's just a giant Canadian earthquake, six foot seven, Liam Dick. Put out an, a young offensive lineman, one of them at least, to get them some reps because Pitt's going to be relying heavily on them for depth next year, Pam. Yeah, I, I that's a position where they need to build up some depth there. But I agree with you with Jared Wayne. I'd like to see him get some more reps. Uh, I don't think we saw enough of him to make a full assessment it, this season. Inconsistent, I would yeah. say. Uh, you know, as He did make some great plays, but he, he also uh, made some mistakes as well. Uh, and you know, just he, like every other receiver this year. Yeah, but but he he him and Shockey Jacques Louis seem like two guys that we're really going to be counting on next year uh, to be some of the you know the main receivers at the top of the rotation. So you know we got we got to see what we got in those guys, and the more reps we get, the better off they're going to be. Okay, so so those are players we want to see that are young that could maybe get some reps in this game, but obviously. We've said all stated this is a pretty much a must win for Pitt, even though it's a lower bowl game. Narduzzi cannot afford to lose another bowl game. Uh, all of the momentum, if any, for next year re- re- relies on this game. So, how do you approach this game when you are the favored? You better beat a team that's not even a Power Five school. How do you go at this, Pam? Do you balls to the wall, win at all costs? How do you mix in getting guys experience while also going for the win? What do you do? I think if they play a clean game, don't do any turnovers, they can mix in guys and still win in this game in an ideal world. I mean, that's a perfect scenario, but I think um, they should gradually mix in one or two guys. um, And if they're a disciplined team that doesn't turn the ball over, they'll win regardless. I I agree with that. Pitt is... Uh, minus eight in turnover margin, which is mm-hmm. which is 
way low there in terms of national rankings. Um, and they turn it over, they lose pretty much. It's how it goes all season long, even against a team like Eastern Michigan, a team that has proven they could capitalize on that. That will happen to you. So what I say going into this game is you're Pat Narduzzi. You put your foot down. You say anyone who screws up in this game, if you illegally shift, if you false start, if you turn the ball over, you don't play because you're going to have a big roster out there. You're going to have a bunch of guys looking to get some time. And that's, I think you scare them before this game, Vince, into making sure you don't screw up because whatever you were doing the, earlier in the season wasn't working in terms of getting guys to play clean football. I think first and foremost, you have to go out there and have a high standard for all your players in terms of playing a clean, good, crisp football game. Are you suggesting that he go out there and deliver Coach Yost's speech? I Yeah, he might might have to. <laughs> if you mess up, you're done. I mean, speaking of a mouthwash game, you know, maybe maybe coach should just in, in the locker room before the game just chug a bottle of Listerine uh, just to get everybody. <laughs> yeah, just to get everybody symbolically, symbolically, <laughs> this is what today means. <laughs> just yeah, chug it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they got to get fired. They cannot afford to come out in this game flat. They got to come out there and they got to you know just stomp on these guys, waffle stomp on these guys. For 60 minutes. Hashtag uh, that, waffle that's, stomp. That's how that's how important this game is, Pam. I'm telling you, because if, if they lose this game, uh my goodness, it is it is not gonna be a, a good story for the next nine months. It is going to be horrible. Yeah, I know it's gonna be terrible. They need some positivity. Finish the year on a win because the past few games they they kind of stumbled to the finish or crawled or Tripped. Fell down and didn't make it to the finish line. <laughs> yeah, no, they finished. Someone had to push them there, and they were all beaten up. Yeah, well, let, let's not even, like, dance around it, because right now, in terms of excitement for next year or interest in next year at all, it, t- locally, among the fan base, uh, anywhere, it's at a minimum, if, if even registering. I mean, we're all – we all think it's going to be kind of the same – uh, issue going into next year where it's yeah they, they have the potential to maybe break out and be a little bit better than people expect them to but they're not going to be picked to do that because of the track record and if they lose this game even that kind of hopeful thinking and wishful thinking will be gone i mean a loss deflates any momentum you're attempting to sell this offseason vince that's why it is a big bowl game even though it is the quick lane bowl yeah i mean Pitt, we, I mean, we were all taught, you know, just a few short weeks ago, we were talking Orange Bowl. Oh, and, and, and my, my, my future sister-in-law went to Florida. If Pitt went to the Orange Bowl, they'd be playing Florida. Could you imagine how amazing that would have been for, for me? I would have been down there yeah, covering that, the game. Yeah, that, that's, that's what we were all thinking. And then uh, in two short weeks, you know, it was all way wiped away. Uh, but you have an opportunity here to show, hey, those two games were a fluke. We're much better than that, and and we're going to show that in the next year we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But I think it's still possible. Uh, and you know, if they lose this game, 
I, I'm not going to say they're they're not going to have a good season next year. No. but it's going to be it's going to be difficult to believe it. Yeah, no, there's that. Me, it has it has no bearing on what they actually do next season. But in terms of fan interest or engagement or anything like that, there that will be at zero. I mean, we can all can you agree get with that, Pam? This is a game that's all about uh, just keeping fans' hope alive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the only games fans will come out to next year if they lose this game or uh when they play what notre dame at home yeah that's their big opponent i hope that's not all we have to look forward to is a game against notre dame (laughs) i mean that'll be be a very bleak season yeah that's we want to look forward to acc play and everything so uh gotta get this win Pitt is favored by 10 and a half is that the westgate line vince uh, I that I think that's where it is right now. I've seen some 11s out there, but yeah, 10 and a half, 11, that's where we're at. And the over-under at 49. So what I'm going to go ahead and do in picking this game is go under with Pitt winning 29 to 10. I'm going to go 31 to 21. Really? You yeah. think it's going to be that close? 10 points, yeah, and the Eastern Michigan can score the Emus. I think that if they get 21, that means Pitt turned the ball over, and I'm going to be really upset at that. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying what I think here. I'm going to just predict predict what I want to believe and say that, you know, this this team is going to be refocused uh, coming out of here. I know that they haven't in bowl games, but you got to feel right now that there's a lot of extra emphasis on this game. And they're going to come out here. They're going to play really hard uh, for for the entire time, and they're going to win this game. You know, somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe you know thirty four to thirteen. Do you think Pitt could shut this team out? Yeah, zero points. Is no. that possible? It's possible. I don't you- think they they they're going to because I think I think they. Good. I just don't know if they're disciplined enough in terms of the offense putting the def- making sure the defense gets a break. Yes, that's that's, that's what it. I was going to say. If they could run the ball effectively, which we would think that they could Eat do clock, against this team, not turn the ball over and give the defense a break. Yes, but I don't think the offense can give the defense the opportunity to make a shutout. It, it, it it's it's going to be real disappointing if. If the offense does struggle a little bit and it's the same story that we've seen the past couple weeks in that some of your top playmakers are not getting the ball, you know, guys like a Valique Carter, a Vincent Davis, a Shockey Jacques Louis, these guys need to touch the ball. They have not the past several weeks. This is a a chance to, to hit the reset button and and really get out there and, and give the ball to your best guys and let them win you the game. Yeah, I'm telling you, if they shut them out, the, that's the opposite end of the spectrum. The hype will be real. The excitement for the defense will be real. And I'm walking into Hemingway's the, the day after the bowl game on the 27th, and I'm saying, we're winning the Coastal. I guarantee it. Shots for everybody. Meet me at Hemingway's. I'll see you there if that happens. But that is going to be tough. Because, well, illegal shifts, Pam. 
Illegal shifts. Do you think any, Do you think anybody's gonna stay still in this game? Is it possible they get under uh, two false starts? Final no. prediction? No. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Not a lot no, of impossible. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything left, Vince? For the bowl uh, game? I, I just just hope the Panthers come out there really focused and, and let's see what they can do. Yeah. See what they can do. And then hopefully it's do a different story. Give us a different story. Because it's been the never-ending story all season long. Hopefully they finish it off on a high note. Mouthwash, baby. And then we'll go off into the new year with a focus and a excitement unlike ever before. But until then, enjoy the Quick Lane Bowl against Eastern Michigan. Enjoy your holiday, everybody. Happy New Year. Well, I guess we don't say Happy New Year. We're back next week before the new year, right, Pam? Yep, we'll be back. We'll be back one more before the new year. Until then, then. Hail to pit, everybody.